Welcome to the Pixel Response Podcast. All right. We're there back in. We're in it. back. Pixel new response. Slots. Yeah, brand new time. Same great show. Uh, yeah. Pixel Response 163 is on the air that's us this is live i know you downloaded a recording and are listening to it but it this is literally one-to-one what's happening it's crazy in a parallel dimension it is confusing to say that it is not in (laughs) fact being broadcasted live but it is live as we speak (laughs) sure yeah but i guess now you can rewind it and put us in time loops and stuff like that brand new video game coming out death loop I, I haven't really been following that. That's yeah. They keep showing video for it, and it's like, yeah, I get the premise. I'm in. <laughs> I don't need to watch like, like put a trailer, <laughs> another trailer. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it was the Sony State of Play or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I I get it. It's yep. the is it the D- Dishonored people? It's Arcane. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and that Might and Magic game, right? Like way back, I think that was them. Oh, oh, like Might and Magic 10 or something? Uh, I forget. Dark Messiah. Oh, no, Dark Messiah is what you're talking about. Yeah. That was a cool demo. <laughs> was that Dark, Was that them? I'm looking it up right now because fact-checking is a thing. I don't feel like... I don't know have, about you. They don't have I, anything to do with it? I thought they did for years, but maybe I'm no, wrong. No, they do. They do, they do, they do. Okay, um, good. What I was saying, though, is that I don't know about you, but I listen to a bunch of podcasts... And they'll say something, and then, like, everybody in the fucking world forgets Google exists. You can fact check this, like, right now. And that's what I don't want to be like that. Where it's just like, like, tick, 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 during the show, like, in the audio, right? Like, the keyboard. I don't think so, because I have a noise gate on. (laughs) I've been, we've been doing this for long enough that it's pretty easy to not do any. And, like, like, I I put my laptop, like, far away from the mic, but it still gets ticky tacky when I. do that so sure I, I try to research beforehand but i didn't even mean to talk about death loop today so i'm in uncharted waters uh yeah, but yeah dark messiah there's the sick demo it was back when like havoc physics were really novel still <laughs> and you could like slice a post and a barrel would fall on an orc or something and it was like yeah look at that it was 15 years ago that game came out 2006 yeah we were all watching the departed again and Okay. Maybe Shrugging for the first shoulders. time. Well, <laughs> it's okay. That's a yeah. you know, angry movie. It's actually <laughs> really close. So The Departed came out in September of that year, and Dark Messiah came out the next month in October. Almost yeah, exactly. What a all month. the kids were doing in 2006. Yeah, almost exactly. I worked at a, a grocery store. It was okay. Did you? 2006. I was working at a gas station. Still, I think this was. Occasionally, I would help at the co-op gas bar, so I had a little bit of that, but yeah. I was working at a place called Geary's, which did uh, WestJet Cargo and uh, some other heavy-hitting airlines like Air North and Canadian North. That's around when I started in kind of what we do now. Was that breakfast place still open? That Uh, was like in the warehouse facility? 
Oh, were you around with uh, George and his wife, their little well, cafe? Well, like, I saw the sign for it, and it was, like, still on Urban Spoon and stuff, but then when you tried oh. to go there, it's like, no, nah, it's gone. It's like, Yeah, oh. it was run by a um, an old uh, Chinese or Japanese, I can't remember which one, it's one of those two men, named George. Well, his English name is George. I don't remember what his actual, like, uh, given actual name. name is, his yeah. given name was. And he had a wife who was um, had both of her legs were lame, like she couldn't walk at all. So he would like carry her and stuff. And uh, she moved around the kitchen on this stool using her butt to kind of like do this weird like little shuffle to move around. Okay. they made some of the greasiest and best diner food that you would ever eat. It was disgusting if you like wanted (laughs) something like good for you, but working at like six in the morning they had decent coffee and they would like make a, the equivalent of what's like an aw breakfast burger with like the kind of bun with an egg melted cheese and bacon on it and it just fucking to die for i mean i haven't oh had man something right. that good in a long time yeah it had folded by the time i got there so darn Bummer. yeah yeah maybe the sign's still up though or maybe someone took it those <laughs> people know. they had a hard life though because the last time they closed, and uh, the reason they closed was because they found out that George had cancer, and he died shortly after. I don't know what oh. happened with his wife. They had, they were the nicest people, and it's kind of a shame you never got to meet them. They were very, very nice people, and uh, yeah, they had a hard life. It's kind of too bad, but yeah, I hope their family or whatever is still doing well. I don't know any of them, but yeah. There you go, a little slice of Calgary tragedy right there. (laughs) So That sign uh, is still there, though. You're right. Yeah. Was it upstairs, too? Like, is that why? No, it it was on the ground level. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Local breakfast spot. Um, Mm. I don't know. What? The Stampede's going on? That's another local event. I was but. thinking more about it, and I was thinking that, like, if there was ever a year I should go, it probably should have been this year because of all the restrictions and people saying, well, I'm not going because of COVID. It's like, perfect. Oh, I'll there's go. no line for the zipper. <laughs> for <laughs> anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Because, yeah, there'd be lines for food, lines for yeah. everything over there. So if they're actually spacing people out and limiting things maybe it's the way to go yeah i don't believe they are but (laughs) yeah yeah no i don't know photo i mean the photos i've seen are just like we're flipping pancakes and whatever like stampede breakfast action and whatever but yeah i haven't really seen the midway i I don't know what's going on in the ride zone i do know a bunch of people are pissed off because uh one of the th- one of the things called Nashville North, which is like their um, music Concerts. stage area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You needed uh, it to get into that area at all. You needed proof that you were vaccinated. Okay. And, like, nobody that goes to the Stampede is vaccinated because they're a bunch of inbred fucking retarded hicks. Well, so <laughs> yeah, the country music crowd around here and the Venn diagrams aren't exactly the same. So. Yeah. Yeah, there was like rogue rodeos going on uh, in the province prior yeah. to sanctions being lifted. So, so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> rogue rodeo. You can't stop us. We're going to get booked off things and kicked in the face on our We're own. We're going to watch people ride horses. Yeehaw. 
God, yeah. I hate where we live. I fucking hate everybody here so much. Yeah. <laughs> it did put a nearby Filipino restaurant on my radar. <laughs> Some of these posts or whatever, like they had a stampede breakfast. It's like, oh, oh maybe okay. they got that weird sweet spaghetti. Kind of want to try it. So no, I, I don't like that. So it's, uh, I guess, for anybody who might want to equivalent it, the sweet spaghetti stuff tastes like uh Spaghettios or something like spaghetti you would get in a can. It's that, but like a, a they, little they like put more hot tasty. dogs and stuff in it too, right? Like it's kind of. Yeah. I don't know if you're talking about Jollibee or a person like. Uh, I'm I'm sort of referring to the Jollibee standard, but then I like yeah. looked up the recipe to just be like, ah, I could probably make it at my house, and then totally. Oh, hot dogs! <laughs> like it was just a bit. You could literally buy uh, spaghetti in a can, and it's roughly the same thing, if not maybe a little shittier tasting. Okay. And yeah, just keep putting sugar in it. No, I, I don't know. It's I actually kind of did it. that when I made a pizza sauce by accident. I was trying to mask like all these weird spices I put together uh, and it didn't really work. Is that because you don't like the spices or because you fucked up in the recipe? Them together was just kind of bitter and weird. So oh. I did something wrong, uh, maybe chili flakes or something. Uh, oh, so then, okay. yeah, I was trying to cover it. And then as it went, it was just like, wow, this is like the sugariest sauce ever. Uh, I enjoyed it on my Detroit style pizza, but uh, yeah, I had to use store-bought stuff for the next batch of pizzas. <laughs> sure, yeah. Because I was yeah. going to share that one. Uh, but yeah. Hey, do you want to talk about recent television? Uh, it depends, because there are things I have been watching, but I don't know if there are things that like you're wanting to bring up. So. Oh, okay. Uh, I mostly about? talk about Rick and his grandson. Okay, I have been watching these. Sure. Okay, <laughs> yeah, they're going yeah. on adventures. I watched the most recent one today. Yeah, uh, kind of South Parky. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah. It gave me South Park vibes. Like totally. I don't mid that show maybe or something. It just seemed like an episode they would have done, uh, but with some sci-fi flavor. Uh, I heard basic feedback seemed to be pretty negative about it, but I was just happy I got to watch it because I was like fighting with YouTube to like surface my purchased episode and it still isn't there. But oh, if I go to yeah, Google yeah. Play, they're like linked together and it's yeah. there for some reason. So that's I don't know. Really weird. Yeah. That, it's like, oh, sucks. you have access to this. It's like, Okay, why isn't it on YouTube, though? Because, like, there's, like, a handy YouTube app on our new TV, and I kept, like, refreshing it and checking it, and it's like, I don't, what's going on? It aired already. People are complaining about it. I want to watch it. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, can, uh, yeah there's... Can we uh, talk about the season so far? Because I think that kind of puts a, uh, a, like, shines a light on how I feel about this specific episode. Because sure. the first episode of this season I thought was actually fantastic. I thought it was really good. It was... Uh, where uh, Rick Mr. is hosting a dinner with uh, Mr. Nimbus, <laughs> Mr. Nimbus or something like that. Uh, yeah. He is a uh, Aquaman ripoff Aquaman kinda. or what the hell was the other guy's name? Nemo or something like there was another character that was similar. But yeah, an Aquaman stereotype or something. Well, kind of more mermany, I guess. But yeah. 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 Uh, like a hypersexual merman. Uh, yeah, a lot of thrusting. I think he was voiced by Dan Harmon. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, sure. So they want to age this uh, wine into really great wine in this yeah. pocket dimension <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then that creates this weird Narnia situation. I enjoyed their Narnia illusion 
Like, it's just, I'm yeah. not a beaver who believes in Jesus or whatever was a fun line to me. But it's like, yeah, that's basically those books is totally. one-to-one Christ analogies. But, oh, okay. Namor. Yeah. With the submariner. That ah. is, that's who I was thinking of. Okay. Um, but yeah, the idea is, is that in this pocket dimension, there's like, it, in this dimension, everything ages like much more quickly to, compared to like our real time as humans or whatever. Uh, yeah. So there's the gag is essentially every time uh, Morty goes back in to like get another thing of wine because of whatever happens in their time or their dinner that he wants to get more because he's having like a little pseudo date with a girl at the same time. Yeah. Uh, every time he goes in there, he does something to make it so he is like mortally hated by these people. Essentially, I think it starts off as like a small gaffe where he like accidentally kills someone or like no th- the beginning of it is weirdly like innocent and yeah it, it's uh he comes back for the wine for the first time and there's like this big crate of wine and this elderly yeah. like dad is just like hey yeah no it's great you put this here uh, i'll help you carry it out and he goes through the portal and then returns like decades later oh and everything's <laughs> dead or a decade say and his wife is dead and his son is like nine or something and crazy because he's been on his own for this whole time so then he stabs the dad and it causes this like family hatred of this guy initially like of morty who like is the death bringer or whatever yeah Uh, and then it escalates every single time morty ducks in there uh to the point of absurdity i guess is the whole thing but yeah yeah I think, like, just to wrap up that episode specifically, I think it's kind of the quintessential thing I like it to, about the good episodes of Rick and Morty. I would consider that a good one or a great one because it has the, like, just completely stupid subplot going on. But the real thing that's going on is kind of like this fun science like, miscommunication almost. Like, there's <laughs> pretty sorts. basic, like, sitcom nonsense happening totally. in the main story, I guess, or whatever the... the return is and then this side situation keeps escalating and spinning out of control yeah uh, and sort of takes over the center stage in the last act or whatever yeah uh, yeah i i enjoyed it i think i like the second episode more the second uh, episode continues i think like i think they're it's a toss-up whichever one you like more i think they're both great but yeah, yeah the second episode where it's just this continuous like the uh smith family is being hunted or hunting or both like a bunch of copies of themselves by aliens and then you find out that the aliens are actually like other clones it's a giant clone saga thing and it's really, yeah they call really it like smart. an asimov cascade and i need to <laughs> figure out what that means uh but maybe it's like robots creating robots that are then killing robots or something yeah. in that context but it's yeah basically clones have been made by um all the ricks and yeah. then it's just kind of like you'll be watching a story for like a bit and then suddenly that Rick and Morty will be killed <laughs> and it like pulls back to the ones that just killed them. So you yeah. never really know who's the real characters you've been following this whole time. It's kind of a chaotic bit of business. There's like but, a Muppet uh, Rick and Morty uh, family. Like, yeah. It's great. <laughs> Weird puppets. I love the like the the creepy like uh, Hills Have Eyes style Rick like <laughs> yeah. pulls off a mask and then is like like he has like a weird hillbilly like deformed mask and he pulls it off and he's like 
a puppet or something. Like yeah, he's yeah. another type of monster. It's just okay. What were you concealing? Like it, it was. There's some fun gags. Yeah, um, it's good. Um, yeah, that's kind of where. So this is the problem I'm having so far with this season in general. Is I think those two episodes are let's say S tier or whatever. They're like an A plus. Sure. Um, I think the next episode was like a D for me. I was just kind of not what into was, it. Oh yeah, I re- I remember the uh, Planetina. Yeah, <laughs> it ended really abruptly. I felt like I yeah, that was my initial. I've watched it twice now. Uh, oh. just I was yeah. at work and it, I had access to it and I was like, ah, eh, like let's see what happens again or whatever. I kind of oh, okay. like the Planetina side of the story. The like Rick and Summer go to several apocalypses <laughs> was kind of yeah I didn't whatever. Like that. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't the greatest. Uh, but yeah, and then yeah, it just kind of ends with like a breakup and then it's over. And I, I felt like, oh, I thought there was like another act or something. Like she essentially becomes an eco terrorist. Uh, yeah, like it's it's like basically Captain Planet or whatever. It's Captain and Planet. Yeah, Morty's dating female Captain Planet, and then decides to like wrest control of like the rings that bring her here from like the weird greedy people that run her the planet or, or whatever grown up yeah and that him taking the rings from them is the only part that's worth watching in that whole episode i think that episode's mm. a dud uh oh. was n- not a fan okay um, did you so, see episode four so th- that's the thing is that because i was like oh well that was kind of shitty. I thought episode four was actually kind of funny, <laughs> at least. It it it's really loose. Like they're goofing yeah. around. <laughs> like totally. that's that's what I was saying. It's like South Parky. It really doesn't care. And it's kind of fun, yeah. Like I wasn't mad at it. Uh, but it's it's pretty lowbrow. <laughs> the chud <laughs> the like episodes go. First of all, there's a cannibalistic uh, horse minoid or whatever, underground dwellers, the chuds. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. The chuds. And it's like, what? That's not what that usually means. <laughs> but OK, uh, they're uh, cannibal horses and there's just a giant society of them, apparently, <laughs> that has always been there. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Um, and uh, there's this machine at Beth's hospital that uh, removes biological samples from male horses. And yeah. Morty gets the great idea to use it for pleasuring himself. And doesn't tell anyone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And is super embarrassed about it, but also won't intervene in this like dumb situation where Rick is going to super science up a tub of horse semen he just stole or whatever. And uh, it causes a giant race of uh, sperm monsters to attack everybody. And things just go haywire. We get the president involved. And yeah. I guess it's sort of an Independence Day riff in the title. Like, it's just... Rick Dependence Spray. Yeah. Yep. And, yeah, it was pretty dumb. But, whatever. So there was some good There's also one more episode. Episode 7 leaked early, and I downloaded and watched that, but I'm not going to talk about it. Oh, dude. Cra- episode 7? Episode the- 7. So... Okay. It's weird because next, like, this week's or whatever episode's going to be new... The week after is going to be new, and then I have a week off essentially because I That's saw so that episode. That's so weird. Like, how did it get out of the can? I th- there are direct correlations to what happens in that episode based on what happens in Rick Depend Rick Dependence Spray episode. <laughs> really? So I think somebody accidentally like 
dropped it or something. Huh. Weird. I almost wonder if my YouTube gaff is like they put up the wrong one and then took it down and never fixed it or something. I don't know. I'm hey. just trying to theorize why my situation is all jacked up. Look, man, all the- I know, that episode's out there and you can watch it and it all it's right. fucking dumb in a way I think you specific like people like you might appreciate. It has a pretty obvious like m- some movie tie-ins and it's pretty okay. good. Okay. I also went back and watched some favorite season four episodes, so there was just a general looking into stuff. I don't remember Uh, liking season four, but I also don't remember any real specific moments. So what are some standout moments from season four? There was like the time traveling snakes one, like the space snake bites Morty and then he gets all guilty about it and like ruins this snake planet by (laughs) sending an earth snake there Uh, and things escalate to time traveling snakes trying to kill snake hitler and all this all this dumb stuff okay uh, sure yeah yeah and then uh there's this like story train kind of meta episode about writing really where it's just like uh i don't know it's sort of their anthology episode for that season where it's just like rick and morty are trapped on this train and trying to figure out what's going on and it's actually a toy train and all this kind of storytelling pattern stuff is discussed and figured out it's kind of fun um and then okay. the other one was the vat of vat of acid episode i think is pretty funny <laughs> it's uh vat of acid. like the, it, it's it, i think it's called rick die repeat or whatever it's also like the one where morty gets the rewinding device uh t- so he can play life like a video game oh yeah okay yeah 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 and then that has its own weird consequences at the end. And it's all Rick kind of spiting Morty because he didn't like his dumb plan to hide under fake acid. <laughs> like it's it's. Oh, that's right. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that one was pretty funny. So I wanted to watch it again. Um, and I have okay. those on PlayStation. So I had to boot up that. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, PS Plus games and <laughs> whatever. So, yep. With Rick and Morty. What was the thing that made you kind of just realize, oh, I actually probably don't like most, like, I probably don't like most people that say they're a Rick and Morty fan. Is it Pickle Rick or the Szechuan sauce? Uh, It's, hmm. Both of those things got, like, over-memed to the point where it was weird, especially when there was, like, merch everywhere for Pickle Rick. It was just like, what is it, it about this? Like, I don't dislike that episode, but it just it's like great, caught though. in this weird way. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like an action movie parody at some point with like a dumb like using office supplies to battle like terrorists. And I was like, that's kind of fun. I think it's as smart as the incest episode that just came out. It's the same type <laughs> of stupid to me. Well, there's like the family therapy side of it, too. But yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's OK. Right. Susan Sarandon. Um, I don't know. But it's mostly maybe glimpses of the fandom on Reddit, but it doesn't oh. pop up as much as it used to. So I think everybody's settled down a little bit. The condescension yeah. isn't as prominent. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, and the heist episode. That was also season four. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Where it's sure. just mocking heist tropes the whole time, which is a uh, fair game. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, why did you have bad Rick and Morty fan experiences or continue to run into people? It's just that when people say pickle Rick, I die a little bit inside and want to kill myself. It's I didn't I didn't seek out the sauce either. Uh, I'm sure it's okay. 
<laughs> but I don't know. Oh. I didn't need McNuggets right then, so. Sure. I don't know that they were even easy to find here. I've had Szechuan sauce before uh, from them specifically. I do remember like the Mulan thing because there's like a spicy Szechuan thing that came out like a burger even recently. Like they've okay. had that kind of flavor a few times, but I think the thing I remember was like the seven trials of Hercules burger or something. And it was like seven patties. Oh my <laughs> like, God. I'm pretty sure that happened, uh, but they're thin McDonald's patties. So it's not like totally yeah. insane, but it's yeah. I, I vaguely remember some Hercules tie in and like kind of like a, you know, picture of a burger towering crazily high on top of like a greek column or something the thing i remember from the hercules era was the plates because we had them for like years that you could get from mcdonald's okay awesome i think they got a space jam deal going on right now so i've kind of been tempted to see what's up oh space jam merch (laughs) you know yeah space do you think space jam is ever okay this is a loaded way to ask that question. Let me rephrase. I don't think... No, I'll just give my opinion. I don't think Space Jam was ever good, but it was the right thing for the demographic that I was at that time, so it hit differently. Because yeah. seeing like a few things from this new one, this new one looks fucking terrible, but I bet if I was a kid, I would be super into it. Yeah, it's hard to say like was the first would the first one have been cringy if I was like an adult in 1996 cuz I can't tell you what that experience would have been like cuz yeah. I was 9 so I just liked it and continued sure, to yeah. like it cuz I visited it periodically. Totally. It's not sure. like a super like splash of cold water when I watch it of just like oh Wayne Knight is so it's like no this is great like this is Space Jam so I don't know. Sure. Yeah, they steal the I'm, shorts uh, and Michael Jordan is there and whatever. Sure. Uh I don't know how this new one's going to play. I'm kind of worried about several aspects of it, but I can't. My curiosity is too high because that original movie I watched too many times not to see what happened. So I I will be there, I guess, (laughs) in some capacity. Um, It might bring me back to a movie theater. Like, that's how huge this is as an event. This is a cultural touchstone. Is it only in theaters? I don't I don't know what Warner has set up like with Disney's stuff. It's all like, oh, it's on plus. You just have to pay some money or whatever. Uh, right. But I'm not really sure what the situation is with Warner Brothers films. Like it's like, oh, it's on HBO Max or something. Maybe would be the American way to see it. I think I rem- I feel like Sean was talking about this. I think it is on HBO. OK, like that's how option. Wonder Woman and stuff came out. So I would imagine that's how they'll do it. OK. I can confirm uh, it is in theaters and streaming on HBO Max on the right now or on like the 16th or something uh, this Friday. This thing okay. says, OK, so yeah, the 16th. Yeah. So get ready for rapping Porky and all sorts of great stuff. It's, it's I mean, gonna... are you <laughs> can we put down that you are going to watch it this weekend? One hundred percent. Oh, man. No, because there's like a real basketball game that I want to go watch uh, with with my cousin. So I, I don't think that will take priority over the actual finals. Sure. Uh, but more basketball content with LeBron uh, probably in the month of July, I will say. Sure. Yeah. I will 100% my birthday is coming this. up. So what better way to celebrate than... Uh, yeah, next really month, thinking next about your Monday, childhood, right? Uh, the 29th, so not that close. No, the 19th, I thought. 
nope, 10 days off. <laughs> Who the fuck is the 19th? There's because in July, there's four or five like, people Getty I know with Lee birthdays. and I are both on the 29th, there's so that's a somebody, way to yeah, help somebody has a birthday on the 7th, the 10th, the 19th, okay, and the 29th in July. You, I don't know who the 19th is then. My apologies, yeah. I guess. No, it's okay. It's also got a nine in July. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, there you go. Space Jam. Speaking of sports, uh, let's let's go to the Dohyo and talk about a real contest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Nagoya Basho, which is actually taking place in Nagoya, which yeah. was really weird to like. There, there's been this lady that's always at the Koko Geekon every tournament. And I was like looking for her to be where she always is. And it's like, oh, yeah, right. This is a totally different prefecture. Why would why would she be there? That doesn't I mean, make any sense. Maybe. But yeah, maybe. But that's like a two week vacation out of your city to just see the sumo. So that's yeah. not exactly practical. Uh, but yeah, there. Um, Hakuho is back and he's actually doing really well, which is nice. Yeah, um, they're going. This for is your that, first uh, time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, this is your on. first time seeing him, right? Like the the grand Yokozuna. I mean, live. Well, yeah, yeah. Recently. During a current tournament, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah, there's plenty of video of him fighting. So. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, him and yeah. Terano Fuji kind of going head to head with the zero loss record so far, probably leading up to the Titans fighting at the very end. Probably, that I seems mean. to be the direction it's going. I'm really bummed we lost Takakesho so early in this tournament. Like, yeah. he could have at least been, like, an interesting extra cog in that whole thing. Like, I like Kota Nawaka. I've chosen him before as, like, one of my guys, but I don't I don't think he's an actual, like, Yusho threat. Uh, I mean, he's also, like, two losses behind or whatever, so. Sure. Yeah. And he, I'm just making sure here, I'm actually keeping track of everybody uh, currently. Uh, because there's like not a pool going, but we're kind of doing like fantasy sumo now, a whole bunch of us. Yeah. And choosing fighters or whatever. Goto Nawaka, besides um, the top two, obviously, I think he's, yeah, it looks like he is the only one as of today that has his, uh, that has his Kach- uh, Kachikoshi. So, yeah. So that's a whole bunch of people of their makikoshi as of today. So yeah, one of one of my guys is close. He's got seven. It's Hoshoryu. He's actually doing quite well. Um, yeah. Ura is doing okay, but I think he's like five and five or six and four. Or he's something five like and that. five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Onosho continues to not do well. So I sort of regret choosing him as part of my team. Dude, you think you regret it? I have. I had Daisho who was the first one to get his Makikoshi because he is the fucking worst person on this earth. Is he at one and nine? He's now? at one and nine. Yeah. Okay. The only person that was uh, near him was, um, was Miyogiru with, uh, he was at the, they were both at the same, but now he at least had got another win. I think today. Yeah. No, okay. yesterday. So he's two and eight now. But like, I think I saw like two of your guys were fighting each other yesterday. It was like Tochi Notion was and, fighting uh, somebody, Ishiura maybe. I forget. Yeah. Ishiura has been doing fucking fantastic. He is seven three, and all seven of those have been in a row. He's been on fire for a full week. Right. It was like the first three days were the losses, and then it was so it's just like I don't know, man. I chose a chose a bad one, and that's like no, you just figured it out. <laughs> but yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, who was it? Like, there, there's also Summer, like, Hokuto Fuji, I think all of his losses are against, like, the best dudes in the tournament. <laughs> so I can't feel too bad about him. Like, it's like, yeah. well, you lost to the Yokozuna and the Ozeki and, like, one Sekuwake or and whatever. And he's so, fine. He's 5'5". Five, five, yeah. So he's yeah. in the middle of the pack. And now yeah. he gets easier dudes going forward. So, and yeah. then Takiyasu and Terunofuji are my other guys. Uh, Takiyasu, I kept on there despite him, like, initially not being in the tournament. But then I heard pretty early that he was coming back. So it's like, all right, fine. I'll just trust that he yeah. does okay. And he's been doing okay. You know, sure. like, he might also he's be 5'5". Five five or... Well, he's 6'2", two, two, if we're going to be technical. D- right. So 6 and 4, essentially, because he was absent for a couple. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, there you go. So I probably, yeah, it'll come down to Terunofuji and Ho- Hakuho, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah. Terunofuji is probably going to be Yokozuna, right? Like... I mean, even if he's just runner up, technically they ought to promote him, especially yeah. coming off of two championship victories in a row. <laughs> you yeah. would really hope that that would supersede any like, oh, Mongolians are so awesome at this <laughs> and we're Japanese and really old. So grouchy, grouchy, ouch. Uh, right. It's just like, yeah, it's not going to be Shodai. Like he's been struggling so bad. <laughs> and then Asanoyama just like disgraced the sport and everything. So, well, it's, that's uh, kind of what I wanted to talk to you about. So, like Hakuho, everybody's saying we, that we don't know how long, much longer he has because he's getting yeah, older. Yeah. He's not a hundred percent still. And uh, yeah, like this might be one of the last times we see him. So they're going to need a Yokozuna. Terano Fuji, obviously, will fit that. The problem now, though, is that we don't know what's going on with Takikeisho. Uh, Asano Yama is garbage. So, like, there's basically no Ozeki <laughs> like right there, now. Yeah, there's almost nobody that's on the verge <laughs> of, like, a genuine promotion. Like, Shodai's probably going to get his Kachikoshi, but he's really just not he hasn't been impressive. Ozeki no. the last, like, few tournaments. Uh, and I hope Takakesha was okay. It was weird. It was a weird injury. I wasn't even sure yeah. what happened. Like, I think it was Disc against Ichinojo, this, like, really big guy. Yeah. And he just kind of, like, powered him right out. And then he just kind of crumpled and was, like, his shoulder or his neck or he something. He just couldn't move. He was, like, paralyzed or something. Yeah. Like, crazy. So really hope he, he does better, like, just physically. I don't know what happened. Totally. Uh, because I, I was really rooting for him to, like, basically repeat his May numbers, and then there could be two Yokozuna promotions. Because if oh, okay. <laughs> one of them was the runner-up and one of them won, then you get both could do that, in theory. Because he was officially the runner-up last tournament. Uh, so, the, and and he's Japanese, so he would get a little boost, maybe, in this yeah. JSA situation. Uh, but with, yeah, it's just not how it happened. So, oh, well. You know, um, wait, wait for September. I think the Which, other thing I want to touch on is how disappointed uh, I am with Wakataka Kage as his first bout in Komusubi currently. Yeah, not doing too great. Three and seven currently. Uh, yeah, you could say he's just like facing a lot of dudes that are out of his league, but like that's kind of the whole point of him being promoted out of Magashira to. Uh, and he did beat some of those guys in the last tournament, which is yeah. kind of why he got up there. So totally. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of a bummer to see that. Although on the other side of things, Mace is kind of holding his own as Gomosubi. Uh He's five and five currently. 
So. Yeah, and after demotion, like I know Takanosho's had at least four or five wins in a row, which was good to see. He had five he in a row. He was really struggling last last tournament. Uh, yeah. Five and ten, I think he finished. So, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, he was on my team that time, and uh, he was <laughs> dragging me down. <laughs> so, yeah. sure. There, uh, I yeah, there's probably a science to choosing teams. I I didn't really focus on too much it's just uh jason's all sumo channel usually does a contest with like points and everything i just really like that format so that's basically where i how i chose my five guys but yeah. uh they're not doing it this time because jason's going to america for like, uh right important now basically family crisis reasons <laughs> so. as we record this he's like left or leaving like today or something oh is today the day he posts the highlights well, and he then said that's 14th. it for the tournament he said he's leaving the 14th and i don't know if you meant jap uh japanese time. japanese 14th or yeah <laughs> or okay us. yeah i think we're gonna get another <laughs> couple videos of the tournament before he leaves but yeah it's uh off to do important stuff so fair enough <laughs> you uh, know i'll go ahead and use the, that as a segue to promote i'm probably gonna do that what he does a contest for like our community uh next month next basho because okay i have a group of people like one two three four five i've like six or seven other people besides you and me who have like already picked five for this one to follow okay. and like kind of be cool with uh yeah it's been cool a bunch of people are getting into it obviously just chatting about it and uh whatnot so, is should we set up a spreadsheet or something or <laughs> i have kinda... it it's all done oh great okay yeah <laughs> well there you go yeah, like How that's about- what actually what I'm looking at right now. I've been tracking every win and loss. What I've been doing is basically uh, the night I get home, I'll load up the stream and like the VODs or whatever that we're going to watch. And I just kind of sit there, watch with people <clears throat> and then mark down who's winning and whatever and let the spreadsheet kind of calculate everything for me. But like it's been pretty much just having a good time chatting and talking sumo and stuff like every night it's fucking dope it's been really yeah. cool no it's pretty fun it's good uh, yeah it's my favorite combat sport <clears throat> for sure so also pretty dangerous <laughs> occasionally yeah uh concussion protocols and wheelchairs and things that they need to do better but totally. yeah i'm yeah. trying to i'm trying to think what were the recent like it's also fun when there's just a nice protracted bout like uh an 80 second one or something was yesterday which was a nice refreshing from like the 10 second immediately fall over kind of things you get a lot of yeah but uh yeah day seven uh specifically if anybody's like listening and they're just like i want like a highlight or something watch the match with uh toby zaru versus hakuho that last was match. weird yeah yeah this really like standoffish like i know if i go in there i'm gonna get roasted so i'm gonna like <laughs> try to do something here yeah <laughs> that's it was an interesting bit of business yeah that's a moment most matches watching. aren't like that yeah yeah that's a good one uh, there i think yeah jason was linking to it there's like an old like it's the first time takakesho ever fought him too it's sort of a similar deal <laughs> yeah <laughs> where it's just like <clears throat> if i go in there i will get thrown so yeah i mean they kind of have to like defensive. size up what they're doing <laughs> they yeah. can't just run in there and it's kind of interesting because when I like, that's why I like, I think, those guys more than, like, I fucking hate Ichinojo. And I'm pretty sure the reason why is because Ichinojo's thing is I'm giant and fat, so I'm going to run into it, into the problem. And I yeah. hate that. 
it's like so as a as a me. strategy yeah there's not much dynamic moves to yeah. what he does yeah it's That's why fair. i like watching ura because he has to do weird stuff <laughs> like and he has this weird low crouching stance that he's always using like it's just no one else in the top division or anywhere is doing that quite like that so and he uh, looks like a happy teddy bear all the time yeah he's a he's a pretty upbeat kind of vibes from him so yeah and you know bright pink mawashi you know sure owning it so <laughs> it's yeah it's fun sorry i have a visitor here bear it's a cat is it yeah it's my cat bear he's uh decided to check out the microphone and make sure it's working i just realized nobody is going to get to see because yeah you can't recording. see him and then now he's being quiet so <laughs> yeah perfect audio experience <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh sumo's been great we're at day 10 currently uh so five more days i was really considering even though i work the same day watching day 15 live mm-hmm. but i don't know i'll probably just wait till i get home i I work alone all day. Nobody's going to spoil it for me. I'll come home and watch on my own time and not be exhausted. So, I think it would be on at like one in the morning or something, right? Yeah, but I work yeah. at eight. So, oh, okay. Yeah, and it goes till three. So it's like, oh, three in the morning, go to bed. Like I could theoretically, but why? It would mess up the next day pretty bad, yeah. It's not like a football game or something where I go to work and somebody might tell me the score. Like, nobody's gonna tell me what It could only be me and I'll promise not to do that. Well, you won't even be around. I'm alone on Sundays. Oh, on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, they always wrap up on a Sunday. Yeah, Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I won't text you spitefully or something and be like, oh, dude. Just, like, turn my phone off or something. Yeah, Conan Walker did. <laughs> yeah. There was a playoff. It was the weirdest thing. He beat both of them. <laughs> it's kind of funny, too, because there is no, like, playoff, really. Like, there is, but there won't be, because it's only Hakuho as a Yokozuna, I guess. But, like... Right. There'd have to be losses for both parties or something. Or, yeah. yeah. It, the, uh, the well, because they thing... haven't fought each other yet, so they can't... Yeah, the only thing don't. that could be spoiled is the Terunofuji Hakuho fight because that's kind of like I don't know the conclusion this is building to or whatever. Yeah, yeah. so 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 I can I can tell you like oh Chiu Tairu fought you know Tochi Notion. Oh, I guess that would spoil something for your team. You know what but, sucks yeah. though is I'm I'm sure that you will know this feeling exactly when you haven't been able to catch up on the day yet. And you just wanted to see, it's like, oh shit, I heard Endo's out. What happened to him? So you type Endo Sumo or whatever to like Google it. And the first thing that comes up is Hakuho with great upset is like the first thing. Like no matter what, if you try to look up anything about Sumo, every headline is Prior to that Toby Zaru fight, I heard it was like really weird. So I was like expecting that. Oh, yeah. Uh, But it didn't spoil who won, I guess. But I I wasn't really expecting Toby Zaru to have gotten a kimboshi or whatever uh so yeah sure yeah sumo wrestling it's uh on the internet and it's happening right now it is Uh, extraordinarily hard to like unless you watch if you don't want to watch somebody else with their commentary or whatever it is extremely hard to watch for us like oh like the original japanese broadcast i found a site where i can uh 
watch like a stream of the television. I don't understand a word that's being said. Um, right. But there, it's weird because there is like English commentators there in the stadium or whatever. Like they're doing a thing, but yeah. you may not get that, I guess. <laughs> right. Right. Like, yeah, Jason switches to that during his like when he's there with the matches. Yeah. But, so uh, you can yeah. get like the English commentary track, essentially, if you are watching out on TV. But if you're like us here the only way we can get it is by somebody streaming it and the people streaming it are just streaming the original Japanese broadcast. So mm-hmm. it's such a bummer. Like, I wonder if there's like a radio station I can tune into while watching it at the same. Oh, I was supposed to bring that, that up to you because yeah. somebody told me that you should be doing that. If you don't like the commentary for NBA games is find a yeah, good. I have radio done station. that a couple times where I've like synced the video from like a pirate stream and yeah. then as an NBA League Pass person, you do get the radio broadcast still. Sure. So I just try to synchronize what's happening uh, if I'm sick of Marv Albert, which he's I think he's finally done. Uh, he's supposed to have retired now. So okay. hopefully that era is over and we can just move on. Um, I don't really have beef with any other commentators that I can think of immediately. Although some of the local broadcast ones, like, I just don't like. But that's, you know, team grouchiness. Uh, Sure. But, yeah. How do I pivot to, like, a book review from that? You know? There's just no good way. Is it a sumo book? It's not. (laughs) It's, like, a horror book set in Alabama. (laughs) That's pretty close. Yeah, it's similar. Uh, Alabamans love (laughs) sumo. Love sumo. Everybody knows it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Michael McDowell's The Amulet. Hey, buddy. <laughs> God. Anyway, uh, it is his first novel. I, I briefly talked about him before. He wrote this book called The Elementals, which I was really excited about. Uh, this book is kind of like, I'm going to say like a forerunner of the Final Destination movies or something. Okay. It's basically like a bunch of horrible events happening to anyone who wears this cursed amulet. Uh, and it just kind of travels around this uh, southern town, kind of like the One Ring or something. Like, it clearly has a will to cause mischief. Okay. Uh, so as soon as, like, this awful murder-suicide has happened, uh, it'll fall off the person that just died terribly and then be, like, found by a kid or something. <laughs> and they'll take it home and be like, hey, check it out. There's this cool amulet. And then they'll put it on. Uh, there's a whole kind of, like, where it comes from with this awful mother-in-law character uh, and her long-suffering daughter-in-law kind of dealing with this handicapped uh, husband of hers that just had a rifle blow up in his face when he was drafted for Vietnam. Uh, that's like the thing that sets this all off is like spiteful gift giving of this amulet. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, it really reads like those kind of situations where, you know, it's going to go bad as soon as the amulet enters the proceedings, sort of like a final destination scene where you're just like, what's going to happen here is the fan going to fall on their head or are they going to get in a fire somehow or like whatever? If a scene's in a car, you know, it's going to go off a bridge or something like it's just dread and death <laughs> the whole time. And then it escalates to like an insane, like town wide disaster. And then a really like confident mic drop kind of ending. It was pretty cool. So 
really okay. kind of schlocky for but it's like a first novel a lot of high body count uh but yeah apparently it was inspired by seeing the omen trailer in the 70s and oh, then going weird. home and like brainstorming crazy ways people could die so yeah i don't know because I'm, I'm like, I don't know what's in the Omen trailer, but like the crazy death in that movie is like that big pane of glass that's like falls off a truck or something in this Italian town and like cuts off a dude's head. Like it's total proto Final wow. Destination kind of stuff on its own. But okay. that's the devil doing it. Uh, this is yeah. this is a lot like that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It was uh, gr- grimy and bloody and, you know, vicious in a way. But. A little bit of humor, less so than the elementals. I still think that's better, but that's like three years later, and he's learned some tricks and things. <laughs> so sure. For a first time out, it's uh pretty great. So yeah, I'm okay. still going down that path of reading more of those. I'm going to yeah. reiterate for people in case they want to check it out. It's the Amulet by Michael McDowell. Do not search the Amulet alone, because you will bring up a series called Amulet by Kazu uh, Kibushi. Which is more yeah, modern. Yeah, it's not the, the same thing. This was 1979. Yeah. Um, so you I'm trying to think that. of anything yeah. about it is like crazy dated or anything. Like some of it's just like racial politics of out the South at the time, but it's like a That's pretty savvy dated. author. Alabama is still like that. <laughs> is still doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe it's still like, oh, yeah, we're, we don't go across the tracks to that part of town or whatever. Like, there might totally. still be that happening today. So it paints a pretty good, like, crappy small town, you know? Like, you sympathize with some of the people trapped there, but other characters, you're just like, man, this person is so terrible. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. Like, good villainy, I guess. Like, just... I don't know. It like it sort of vibes with some Stephen King villains in a way, but maybe just because it's also horror. Uh, yeah. But just completely unreasonable, obstinate people that are just running things because that's how it is or whatever. Like just yeah, like kind of Percy and Green Mile vibes or something. You know? Do they get what t- they deserve? At least is that part of the that, fun? That's the thing. Like yes, but it the way it decides to like frame it and end with that story in mind is like pretty confident for like a first time author. It's kind of cool. Like hmm. I turned a page and went just like, what? Like it was, it was a nice little like splash at the end. I thought, okay. but, uh, yeah. So in stores now, <laughs> they yeah. republished it like three, four or years like ago, 30 so. years ago, 32 years ago. Oh, republished yeah. a few years. Ago, yeah. So. The, the, some of these have kind of come back in recent years. So I'm sure. still on the hunt for some more. Uh, but yeah, and yeah, I, I also have my regular segment ready to go. Oh, hidden okay. treasure. I did a few uh, old video games. Um, the first right. one is the highest rated on GameSpot, but I'm gonna say probably it is aged out of being anything. Uh, it's called Dark Summit, and okay. it's a snowboarding game. That it's kind great. of like THQ's answer to the SSX games, but with kind of like an action edge to it. So it's like snowboard down this mountain, but you got to disarm this bomb because there's like terrorists. Sure. Or you know, there is uh, a redheaded girl with a low cut tank top on the front cover. So, you know, it's edgy. Yeah. 2001, I think. 20 <laughs> years ago. Came out. Yep. Yeah. Uh, 
it it sounds like the big novelty at the time was it had a story mode and it was kind of like the military has seized this mountain and parts <laughs> of it are kind of off limits like area 51 research is going on and you have to like snowboard in there <laughs> to solve the mysteries uh but you're just kind of snowboarding and grinding and getting things but the things are at least contextualized by this sort of action flavored story uh it got yeah 7.8 by Giancarlo Veronini at GameSpot back in the day so hype uh, yeah <laughs> the next yeah the next one got a horrible review in a GMR magazine uh i think it was like a 4 out of 10 or something but GameSpot was a little more generous uh they gave the PC version anyway, 6.6. It's called Dead Man's Hand, and it's a Western first-person shooter by Human Head Studios, which I think... I forget what they're really famous for actually releasing, but they were going to do Prey 2 was the thing. Like, there was that Blade Runner-esque demo that a bunch of game journalists saw that never happened, (laughs) you know, that never came out. Sure. Uh, but but that story got out there for a while about like, oh, dude, Prey 2 looks sick. And I was like, OK, uh, it it's those people. Apparently, the game was really lame on the multiplayer front and the single player was kind of neat and at least didn't like break as much as the Xbox version <laughs> is kind of the tone of this uh, Greg Kasavin review. But it just doesn't have a lot of like standout stuff. It's more just the novelty at the time of like an Old West shooter. There's like four of those. So this is kind of neat, right? Like this is before Call of Juarez and Red Dead and everything. So that setting was innately kind of exciting. I at least kind of raised my eyebrow at it. I think you win poker games to get like power ups and stuff between levels. Okay. Like it had some fun, dumb ideas in it. But uh, yeah, old West shooters. Did you ever play Gun? I did. By, uh, how how do you feel about that? I didn't love it. I don't like oh. uh, a lot of Western stuff, period. I think it's a lame time period for a lot Ooh. of things. Yeah, this review, though, like Greg Kasavin's review, at least reminded me that there was this LucasArts game called Outlaws that okay. I sort of still want to check out. Okay. Uh, I think it was also first person, but with like a really exaggerated, like kind of hand-drawn art style. Uh, so I'm curious what that even was. Like maybe it's on GOG or something. Uh, I don't know about this game, though. I don't know that I'll bother checking it out, but yeah. Sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. The last one, like, genuinely sounded really intriguing to this day. It's called Blood Will Tell. Uh, okay. It's uh, the guy who made Astro Boy, like, uh, Osama Tezuka. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a story of his... Um, I don't know. It Like, reading it, it sounded kind of like Metroid or something in terms of, like, Metroid 2 specifically, in that... You are like a samurai who has had 48 of his body parts stolen by demons and you need to go kill those 48 demons. And it kind of happens a bit non-linearly where you're going through like seven set chapters, but how you encounter these bosses and demons and stuff and fight them is kind of open ended. So it sounded intriguing. Like, I don't know. And as you gain your body parts back, you get more and more kind of power ups. It sounds like it has a pretty good like uh ability curve or whatever like you just keep gaining things as you fight more and more crazy demons and there's something like i don't know why it's not 48 i think there's like 60 boss battles from what i was reading okay uh 
But the the janky thing about it apparently was the camera control is really weird. Uh, that's what brought it down to a 7.3 by Justin Calvert. But like almost all of the text of the review is like pretty jazzed about the story and how it's structured and everything. So I'm still kind of curious about it. It sounds like an interesting time. But yeah, Japanese. Like, I think the big thing is like at the start of it, he's more like metal than man or something. Like he's got like sword arms and legs and cannons on his like appendages and stuff and then as he becomes more human over the course of the game uh he gets more powers so i don't know it uh i I vaguely remember seeing like preview stuff of this game in magazines and then that's how i kind of decided to follow up on it so yeah okay i don't know how rare it is but it sounded like a cool game so that's the treasure for this time okay cool sounds good to me I have no treasure. Yeah, I haven't really been playing much. Like, I gave up on playing, Ma- like, forcing myself through Mass Effect 3 right now. Yeah. I just wasn't stoked about it. I was also having, yeah. like, Xbox Series X controller issues that are apparently just a thing that happens where, like, the drivers for it on PC are a little weird. Like, it just it keeps disconnecting, like, mid-playing. And then it finds it again. Like, it's like trying to save batteries or something. It's pretty awesome. So <laughs> I, that was my, like, replacement controller after I realized I had, like, stick drift on my Xbox One controller. Uh, so all of my gaming has been weirdly compromised by controller headaches since mm. then. So that might not be helping. Uh, like, I was playing Halo on uh, Heroic and then occasionally just the controller dies in your hands and an elite kills you and you're just like that was not my that fault sucks. like yeah that's some garbage that just happened you know yeah it totally makes uh, you just not want to play for sure yeah so i don't know what i'm waiting on a much like less intense game or maybe i'll just play that mario golf or something did you end up <laughs> buying know. that not yet but it's i haven't written it off as a possibility yeah uh it's even if it's like I don't even know what it has on Metacritic or anything. It's more just like, as long as it did its job and made a golf game, like I'll, I'll probably be okay. I keep I keep wondering why there's never been like mini golf in it since the first game because I really mm. enjoy mini golf and it seems like an easy thing to do. But uh, ever since to like Toadstool Tour on, never again have they bothered putting that in there. So I don't know. That's yeah. my People message to Nintendo. Found it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. I do. Like you know, it's the geometry. You bounce it off the stuff, and you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess you could just actually go mini golfing. But I mean, arguably, cool. I think mini golf is better than normal golf by a huge margin. So I mean, I agree. Yeah, like make the short game fun and like challenging instead of yeah. just like a oval. <laughs> I pretty much don't like respect hills. like actual golf really. Like, the thing that got me into the idea of getting Mario Golf at all was seeing the, like, pre not previews, like, trailers and stuff and showing, like, the multiplayer thing of, like, the speed golf and, like... Like, the rush mode or whatever. Yeah. yeah, That's the type of stuff that I was just like, okay, that looks fun. Normal golf can, like, eat my balls as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. It's a rich man's game. Yeah, it is. Just eating up real estate and... What it's a wh- rich white man's game specifically. <laughs> yeah. There is that tiger guy, but 
he broke his back or something in a car accident. It was weird. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't yeah. realize that. Like he did it. He was like was part of a big comeback, and then he kind of flipped his SUV or something. <laughs> so his career is like over again. But yeah, yeah. Unless he does a Tiranu Fuji style comeback, but I doubt it. That that comeback is impressive to say the least. Yeah. Um. That's all the the prepared stuff I have, other than kind of our rules changed in the province about masks and <laughs> the pandemic, and it's been vaguely stressful. <laughs> it's been so I, stupid because we yeah. like can't follow them. There's like so I guess to set the stage a little bit. There's kind of like a provincial and a federal thing going on, where provincially yeah. in Alberta they're just like, who fucking cares? Do whatever you want, guys. Yeehaw. Or whatever, and most people and places are like, okay, well, like, whatever, we don't really care about masks anymore. But because we're in Alberta, federally, though, or owned or, like, regulated, we have to wait until they, across Canada, take away masks completely. I'm a bit perplexed by, like, what that means is because, Same. like, we're, we're ruled by, like, the CBSA and they're a federal organization, and if I think, they don't feel safe in our facility, that's, like, a problem or something? Because or? it's a sufferance-bonded warehouse through the CBSA, I think, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was just a little nebulous as to, like, who would be at issue with it. It's there was a nebulous, bit of a lag yeah. between, like, the municipal level and the f- provincial level. It was, like, five days or something. Like, it was, like, on July 1st, throw your mask in the trash. That was the premier. And yeah. then the, our mayor was like, no, 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 don't. Not until the 5th. And then there was kind of like a few days of just kind of like, what? Who? Where? But now it's kind of just, you know, go go down to the rodeo and drink a beer and, you know, ride the boat. <laughs> I don't know. Is there one right. of those swinging boats? <laughs> like, it's probably a bit elaborate for a midway. Uh, but anyway, Yeah. Which, I don't know, I still wear one because I'm on drugs that make my immune system bad <laughs> again, so I'm still not super safe feeling. Sure. Uh, I think and we, I yeah. think that, like, just society, if we're going to get into, like, this whole discussion, I think societally, we're at a point now where people should be able to choose if they want to wear one or not, but it shouldn't be federally mandated that, like, everyone has to, because I'm fully vaccinated, I'm young, like, I don't feel at all at risk if i had a problem like you do i probably would feel differently but like yeah yeah i don't know we've been going to like a bit more restaurants and stuff but we still mask before we get to our table and stuff Uh, i think most restaurants still want you to do that okay so i think so well it's just been this past week but yeah and we we've been trying to shop but like it's like some of the hours are still limited from before (laughs) So it's just like, oh, no, yeah. they, they close at five today. Oh, okay. Well, at what right. point can we stop using that as an excuse? It's like, yeah, but COVID two years ago, bro, stay open till fucking eight. <laughs> like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be the one like with the sign or the one grouching or whatever, but no, fuck it, these it people. was inconvenient. <laughs> yeah. I'm annoyed because it's not even it's the people that are like doing this are also crying that they're not getting any help by the government to like stay open and they're going bankrupt you're going bankrupt because you're never fucking open fuck you oh the businesses yeah, yeah the businesses oh it is people. a lot of business owners complaining the most loudly yeah. for sure so yeah it is a bit kind of 
you're Ugh. kneecapping yourself a little bit here. But then maybe they're short staffed now because they let people go or something. I know and everybody's we are. on CERB. Yeah. Well, maybe not now because of how little we handle, but there was a point where it was like they we could have used a couple more people in the warehouse specifically. Yeah. Not a lot of coverage, but yeah. Not a lot of airplanes though either. But yeah, now that's maybe the thing, that's right? gonna change a little bit too, but who can say? Uh but yeah. Alberta yeah. politics. Yeah. The thing everybody loves to listen to on the internet. <laughs> Local politics. Like, hey, write in, what's going on with your mayor <laughs> or whatever? What's your governor say? Yeah. Or, you know, premier, if you're also in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Not like this week. I mean, and next time we talk, probably you'll be the same. It's basically sumo here. That's like the thing going on that is consistent with something new to talk about every day. I'm not really yeah. playing much either myself right now. So, I mean, the other sports are kind of evaporating before our eyes. Like hockey's over. <laughs> the Lightning yeah. won the Stanley Cup with the whimper uh, that we yeah. all kind of figured was coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, basketball is almost over, and they're really spacing out those last few games, <laughs> like every three days or something. Oh, really? So, yeah. Uh, so tomorrow is going to be the next one, and then Saturday, and then we'll see where it's at <laughs> yeah there's only so many left Suns versus bucks catch it woo yeah uh yeah any any questions or anything this week or no no pretty dead this week i guess that's the new time slot we we changed on the audience they didn't know to write yeah. in so that's obviously go. the problem that's what happened yeah. um it's kind of like redundant because I already talked about this last time I'm seeing in my notes. Uh, I finally actually put up our alien episode on OK Video. I hadn't even edited it last time. I don't time think we, we talked. talked about it last time. Oh, OK. We skipped over it. So, yeah, it was Aliens versus Alien 3 is kind of the the beef between Ryan and I that we sort the out beef. over like two hours. <laughs> so, OK, yeah. what side were you on again? Uh, aliens, yeah, you know, the entertaining that's the right one. Side, yeah, honestly, <laughs> like the fun movie. No, we kind of talk about like it's such a wonky trilogy because it like ends with its bleakest chapter. Like that's not how you're supposed to do that. Mm. Uh, was my angle on it, but okay. I don't know. It's just it was so '90s, dude. It's like the grungiest, most industrial alien movie that you could imagine. Uh, is the third one so. Uh, you could watch it, but may maybe watch that second one. I thought it was better, <laughs> but yeah, it is better. very different movie though from like the rest of them as it yeah. as it goes. Yeah, but you get no, that queen sure. alien. So, hey, buddy, <laughs> he, he agrees. <laughs> yeah, bears bears also feels the same way about the aliens. Uh, I watched the theatrical cut was which was a little weird because I usually watch the longer one. Uh, so I was missing things that I'm used to seeing. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Perfect. Good job, buddy. Have to edit that. <laughs> now that's staying in. That's good radio right there. <laughs> Hit the gong uh, bear. <laughs> yeah, it was my water bottle. Uh, I did watch a Mystery Science Theater episode, but it was, uh, it was the Asylum 
they did a movie like a ripoff of Pacific Rim. I just oh, feel okay. like movies that are like a, intentionally bad aren't a great fit because <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. Like it's just like no no this isn't a mistake that it's this is so energy. awful. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little bit like meh this is low hanging fruit or something like let's get like an actual earnest failure, like an Ed Wood or something <laughs> that's more interesting. Yeah. I was like, no, they, they put 120% into this and it's just the worst. Like that's more exciting just in general. But sure. Anyway. All right. Should we, should we like weigh anchor and head off into the podcast seascape? I am curious as to if you care at all about black widow. Uh, I guess, like, in Marvel in general. That's kind of the conversation overall I want to I think it's really suffered from not coming out when it was supposed to. Because, like, some of these shows that have come out have kind of, like, opened interesting new avenues that I'm not sure this action movie prequel is going to get to do anything about, you know? Sure. Like, we're watching Loki, and there's just all this, like, metaverse, like, timekeepers and, like, another timeline and all this kind of crazy stuff and it's just like yeah let's let's go back to the taskmaster he he can copy your karate moves yeah and and they fucked up on how they do taskmaster differently like he doesn't have a cool skull face or i mean (laughs) like it is very it's not a he first of all anymore what what and he isn't evil but being controlled by a businessman essentially like oh they do they fuck up tax, Taskmaster pretty bad. <laughs> oh, no. Have you seen it already? Or? I have. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is David Harbour in it a bunch or not really? Uh, I was about he that too. is not in it as much as you would want, but maybe for what he does, he's in it too much. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's like Captain Russia or something, right? Uh, Red Guardian. Okay. So, yes, he is Russian Captain America, essentially. Okay, yeah. Uh, That movie is way too late. It's way, way too late. It's fully a prequel? Like, there's nothing mind-bending about any of it? It is fully a prequel. It ends with a, like, I'm going to go, like, talk to the Avengers, essentially, because... Huh. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, why wasn't that like phase one or something? You it's, know, it's the part in between what happens in Civil War and when they come back together, basically in Infinity War. It's like what Black Widow was doing in that time period, essentially. Oh, weird. I thought it was even further back. Like, no, no, here's... no. Okay. It's very much still a Black Widow film where she is known as an Avenger, even though the Avengers are currently fighting and not talking each to each other. other. Yeah. Okay, okay. Huh. Yeah, I thought it was like, here's an origin story about back in Russia. When... That's the first, like, 20 minutes is, like, okay. a quick, like, origin recap of who these people are with a terrible, smells like Teen Spirit cover. Uh, oh, awesome. Yeah, there's, like, at the end of the day, it's a Marvel movie. So if you just want, like, an action thing, it's going to give you that. <laughs> it's fine. There's really okay. bad accents from everybody. That are like Ooh. kind of supposed to be Russian, but maybe aren't. Like, dude, on that note, like I just bought Singularity in the Steam sale, so I can get oh, okay. that like, bad Russian energy. Oh man, <laughs> in a first-person shooter. I've been considering revisiting that game 
Recently. Yeah, I, I was listening to old podcasts and was like, oh, yeah, I'd probably totally have that. That was surely in a humble bundle or something. And I was like, no, you don't. I was like, oh, but it was like eight dollars. So I decided yeah. to pick it up. Sure. Um, well, technically, I picked it up, but I accidentally gifted it to my wife because I bought her the dot hack trilogy. <laughs> And, oh, and it was part it was of par- the same. It was part of the same purchase. Yeah. I thought it would like delineate what you want to gift. And it was just like, no, you gave all that to, to Brittany. I was like, can I play my own video game? <laughs> like we had to like no. share libraries like, and no. stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you can't play it. But yeah. So our household owns Singularity. And nice. okay, I'm, I might just play that. But I'm not like writing off ever seeing it. I'm sure I will, but I'm not like got to get to the movie theater, the new Marvel. Like it just seems kind of it missed its window or something. (laughs) So, yeah, maybe this is super premature. I think Marvel in general has had its time and I think it's done in a lot of ways for me. Like, okay, the TV show stuff has been kind of interesting. Um, It's all leading up to Young Avengers, which is cool, but I don't think i care enough to wait another 20 years for the payoff is that like a new group of characters then or well yeah it's a different set of avengers essentially oh that's why we're getting like shang chi and all this well it's why kid loki was the big reveal for loki uh because he exists uh what's her name kate bishop uh with arrow or not arrow the fucking dude nobody likes is like the other big thing, like oh, Hawkeye, <laughs> yeah, Hawkeye. I'm getting okay. like fucking. I was like, no, you're DC. right. It's Arrow. It's like no, that's DC. <laughs> that's it's DC's like, oh. show. Yeah. Green oh, their lame Archer character. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, there's. That's basically why all the this submariner. shit is happening. Or what was it? Yeah, Namor. Namor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh. I don't know. It's cool, but it feels to me like. I was in it for up to end game. Like that was my the generation of the stuff you care about. That was oh, my yeah. generation. Of Some Marvel. of the stuff they're talking about. It's like, or is this like a bit like you're seriously going to do like Moon Knight? Like, do people care about Moon Knight? It's like, I am oh, interested no, dude, to see there's how like they do Moon Knight people that care. It's no, like, okay. yeah. I'm interested <laughs> to see how they do Moon Knight. I wouldn't say that Moon Knight is like a seller for Marvel. Necessarily. No, like. Although when this all started, I kind of thought like Iron Man was like a C tier character because <laughs> I was like, yeah, who is that? Like, who cares? And, and it's Thor. like, oh, dude, people are going to care. And it's like, all right, if you say so. <laughs> yeah. Thor, all of it. It was just yeah. like, there's just like a guy from Norse mythology and like Stanley pretended he made him or something. What happened? And it's like, no, no, he's he's been on tons of adventures. I basically like knew real comic fans in like grade seven. And yeah. they were telling me this stuff. And right. then all of that became the biggest movie franchise of all time. <laughs> like, you know, sure. six years later. But at the time, it was like, dude, this is like dumb. There was always people that cared about Iron Man. I don't know. I think in my real life, anybody that cared about Thor. So the fact that Thor was a thing was surprising to me growing up. Yeah, I think they were they were specifically big Cap and Iron Man fans. And there then, were fans for Cap as well. True. Yeah, but yeah. like Spider Man was always the guy. I mean, specifically for me and my group, Spider Man was always like the dude. So it made sense to me that there'd be a shitload of Spider Man movies. That made sense. Sure. And then there's still like the weird licensing around how he appears and when and where. <laughs> like yeah. it's not super easy. It's weird. Uh, yep. Yeah. But uh, that's that's the Marvel update. 
Are you? Are so you're digging Loki or nah? Or I am. Yeah, I'm digging Loki. Of? I think all okay. of the shows are pretty good. The thing that annoys me is when something cool happens and then it's like tune in next week. It's like oh come on oh yeah they are we're a bit behind so we kind of still have one ahead of us that we could just watch where it's more of a matter of time on our uh, part but yeah it does do that where you can't just keep all going. of them do all of those shows yeah. yeah but i i guess i cared less about the winter soldier and falcon because fuck those characters who gives a shit yeah we i we just kind of bailed on that show because of all the spokes on that wheel, it's just like, oh, we're gonna like, we're really gonna hang out in like the Cap part of this universe for a while, without uh, the dude, without Cap without himself, e- without even the dude. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, the hardest sell. It kind of, yeah, that's the vibes I'm getting from Black Widow is that kind of like serious action movie energy. That's just like you're not, you're not that great at this. You should like have weirder stuff in here, or just don't bother at this point. It's yeah. a lot of her on the run. Like, okay. Yeah. Fugitive. People, people have style. said it feels more like a Jason Bourne movie, and it's kind of true. Uh, I liked, like, one of those. <laughs> so, sure. the first one. I mean, and you then might Paul like this Greengrass. One, Who knows? All right. Yeah. Who knows? It's okay. Not every movie is for everybody. <laughs> so, I'll just be okay. Totally. I think. Go, I'm, I'm more jazzed about the Space Jam, even if it's bad. I need to see that with my eyeballs. Like, what is Don Cheadle doing? <laughs> Why isn't he Danny DeVito? We will find out. Yeah. Yeah. But until then, uh, thanks for sailing with us on the Good Ship Pixel Response. Uh, this has been Nathan and Paul. I don't know if we said our names. We didn't. But uh, I'm Nathan. And I'm Paul. And- and he's Paul, and we're we'll see you next time on 164.